0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 208. Are you cleaning out your own wallet? Part two by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And I am Dan, your host here on Optimal Finance Daily. Welcome back. If you're a brand new listener, thanks for finding us. And if you've stuck with us from the beginning, we really appreciate your ongoing support. And of course, this is the podcast where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And we especially appreciate all of you tuning in here around the holidays when things get really busy. So uh, if you have some time off and want to hear more blog posts being read to you, check out the other three podcasts in our little family, Optimal Living Daily, Optimal Health Daily, and the brand new Optimal Startup Daily. All of us plan to keep bringing you content straight through the holidays. So make sure you're subscribed to keep getting that content through the end of the year. Now, today's article is actually a continuation from yesterday's episode, so if you're new here or just browsing around, you'll probably want to listen to episode 207 first so that today's makes a lot more sense. And with that out of the way, let's continue the post as we optimize your life. Are you cleaning out your own wallet? Part two by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. A revolutionary thought. The answer? Artificial cleanliness. It's time to discard the marketing message that has been programmed into us since the days of the 1950s stay-at-home housewife. Back then, advertising for cleaning products became so prevalent that the cheap dramas that stitched together the advertisements were called soap operas. To complete the circle, the grocery stores started stocking magazines about the soap operas and related celebrities to sell to the people who were there buying the soap. It is also time to open up a watchful eye against the germaphobe compulsion that creeps into highly sterilized societies like our own. You do not need to wipe the handle of your grocery cart with a sanitizing wipe, and you do need to pick up your food if you accidentally drop it on the floor and continue to eat it. Instead of being afraid of germs, I like to imagine myself gleefully plowing through a sea of them every day, getting a daily workout for my immune system. Let them eat dirt. A friend of mine is a successful physician who runs a family practice clinic with several other doctors. His medical office sees more coughs and illnesses every day than I will see in a lifetime, which is why a comment he made during a recent trip together really struck me. My favorite name for a practice specializing in children would be let them eat dirt pediatrics. Hearing that from a doctor really piqued my interest because my own less educated instincts pointed the same way. I have always ignored germs and sanitation and always enjoyed excellent health. The germophobes and the see a doctor as soon as I have a sniffle crowd I have known seem to be less fortunate in the health department. Is this correlation or causation? I asked him if adopting a more bad attitude toward germs and sanitation really is good for general health, and here was his response. Yes, exposure to bacteria and viruses in the environment educates our immune system so they will be ready to fend off attack as we go through life and encounter real pathogens. Excessive avoidance of the normal bugs in the environment may leave you more vulnerable to infection. And there are indications that kids who grow up in pet-loving households, likely exposed to more interesting molecules early in life, have lower rates of suffering allergies and asthma. A well-educated immune system is a strong immune system. Bring on the mud pies. Dirty is the new clean. Thus, we have our countercultural lesson for the day. Rather than seeking to avoid germs and maximize your cleanliness, it is much more profitable to seek out training for your immune system and optimize your life so that things get clean the minimum amount that allows you to maintain a functional and prosperous household. The reward is thousands of dollars and countless hours saved, and if you're lucky, dozens of illnesses prevented. By all means, keep things happily minimalist, decluttered, and organized. A simplified physical environment is good for the mind. You can also wash your hands with normal soap after a big day out and cook your food properly, but in your own home where no babies are delivered and no surgeries performed, you can safely let yourself off the hook when it comes to wiping, sterilizing, washing, drying, and polishing. You and I were made to live in a forest, and while even Mr. Money Mustache can appreciate a nice clean wood floor as an upgrade over soil and rocks, the earlier you draw the line, the further ahead you will be. Now before any complaints come in about, but I don't live in a dry high elevation place like Colorado, I should note that this pattern also worked just fine where I grew up in the humid Great Lakes region, as well as during extended stays in Hawaii, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Australia, Austin, Guadalajara, and Miami, even while using bikes and feet instead of cars to get around. Excessive cleaning is driven by mental rather than physical constraints. Epilogue. Wow, it looks like this is a really hot button topic as almost 300 comments have piled on within the first two days. Whenever something is emotionally charged and related to time, money, and effort, you know it is worth looking into very closely so you can challenge any brainwashing. While you'll see lots of bad innovation and enthusiasm in the comments below, you'll also enjoy some truly amazing counterpoints like this one that just came in. Quote, while MMM has provided many great pearls of wisdom in past posts, this particular post has turned our stomachs. It is obvious that the average household wastes hundreds of dollars a year on unnecessary cleaning products. It is great advice to switch from expensive cleaners to bleach, ammonia, etc. But to take it a step further by showering less, giving clothes the sniff test, washing sheets and towels infrequently, etc., is not being frugal, it's being cheap. Reusing towels for weeks on end is unsanitary. Not cleaning your toilets on a weekly basis is unsanitary. Crawling between the sheets when you're covered in sweat, bacteria, and even just body oils on a daily basis, and washing them on the same infrequent schedule as your bath towels is unsanitary. There's a huge difference between being overclean and dirt-phobic and maintaining basic sanitary living conditions in a home, not to mention basic human dignity. What's next? A recommendation that we switch from toilet paper to leaves and newsprint to save even more money? We all have the right to live how we want in our own homes, but I am also free not to associate with people I encounter who believe that throwing on some extra deodorant is a substitute for taking a shower," End quote. This amazes me that so many people can make a moral issue out of aligning one's shower schedule with the rotation of the earth. The funny part is it has nothing at all to do with cheapness. We make no decisions based on money these days because money is not limited. This is about health, logic, and free time. Responsible use of water and energy is important too, but even with a magic solar-powered rainwater shower, I would not bother to shower on days when I hadn't become dirty. I'd rather spend the extra five minutes writing to you. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Are You Cleaning Out Your Own Wallet? by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. And before we go, don't forget about our other three podcasts, Optimal Living Daily, Optimal Health Daily, and Optimal Startup Daily. They also read some amazing blogs to you on those shows. So if you like the premise of this podcast, definitely check out those as well. You can search for the word optimal in the podcast app of your choice and all four of our shows should pop right up for you. And that will do it for episode 208. Tomorrow, we're gonna be hearing a guest post from Budgets Are Sexy. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily.